Talking rugby, telling stories, rugby pick. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Welcome back to Rugby Rugby Pick'em. I'm BT. Morning, co-host. And our producer and our voicemail guy, Tommy Nopix, is in-house. Johnny, how the hell are you? I'm okay. Just okay. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Dev. Sure. Tommy. BT. Let's Call do. the lines. Do the voicemails. What's the number? 720-259-8825. Now sell it. 720-259-TUCK. I gotta go. <laughs> Devin, stay on for our first caller. All right. First caller. Hey, boys. This is uh, Patty from Providence. Uh, hope you're well. First time, long time here. Uh, wanted to just ask, isn't the... Uh, the Austin Jabronis and the uh, uh, Los Angeles Crantinis being owned by the same guy, a little bit of a conflict of interest. Uh, that's it. Feel free to discuss. Thanks for the statement. It absolutely is, but I don't think it is at this point. I think he's going to want to make those two teams as good as he can uh, at this point in MLR, MLR history. You know? Do we know who this guy is, though? Who is the guy? That's a F45 good Jims. You're listening to Rugby Pick'em right now. Google F45 Gyms, Adam Gilchrist. He partnered with Mark Wahlberg, and he's coming for MLR throats. Ripping throats. Gilchrist. Why Brand throats? Why, Are we doing another he... movie review? I'm confused. It was a McGruber. <laughs> Johnny, was a McGruber reference, but appreciate the call, Patty. Nobody it, cares as long as somebody's putting money into the, the, the deal. Like It doesn't even matter at this point. Conflict, conflict of interest. Conflict of Pinterest. John, it's not even the first time it's happened. The San Diego ownership group owns the Utah Warriors. So in a way, the West has like already compartmentalized into multiple ownership groups within right. one conference. If you have money, boom, great investment idea for you. Own your own MLR team. Please. Please come. Please. We want you. You can Please. own two. You can name them something absolutely ridiculous. You can make up a drink that's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> that nobody will actually want. You can, like, spoon feed us that crap. You can do it. The MLR is your oyster. <laughs> Patty, Gilchrist is doing his thing, and hopefully some guys will get paid, but my worry is that he's just going to ship Australians in at the end of their career. Ship it, mate. They were shipped there as convicts. And they'll be shipped off to the States to play for fucking Adam Gilchrist, mate. <laughs> but I uh, appreciate the call, Patty. Still not sure what a Gilgroni is. Yeah, hi, it's Stuart McClanahan again. Sorry I've been off the grid for a while. I've been in that isolation with my wife, Sheila. Nothing to do except can't sheep and stare at my own grogans. Um, do the query for you. I've heard a lot of Yanks say that, um, you know, every NFL player just picked up a rugger ball, the, uh, the states would instantly become the best side in the world. And I wanted to see if did you put any value in that. Do you think it's just as easy as to say that, you know, pick up a ball and America's top team in the world? Do you buy that? Or is rugby different? Is there more skill involved? But we'd love to hear your thoughts on that and um, give you something to think about while you're, while you're stuck at home staring at your own broken. All right, lads. Stuart, appreciate the call. 
Stewart. Love so, a good Grogan, too. I think there's something to his words. There's definitely something to his words. Where do, where do you reckon he's uh, from in Australia? It well, was a bit of a mixed accent. Can I think you say uh, an impersonator Scottish? or a perpetrator? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? The lines are always open for anybody. But uh, Stuart, I think your question is: Would the USA skyrocket if we diverted our best athletes? That's right, our NFL guys, our NBA guys. If everybody played, the cocky American answer is yes, and I kind of believe it. No, I yeah. absolutely believe it. But well, as a rugby player, no, I know there's a lot more to the game, and I'm not saying the switch. If we started the switch now, it would take a decade. It's yes and no. It have to happen at fucking birth. Is dude. It would have to happen like in other countries that have rugby as a core sport from when you're growing up, right? So like if that was true, which it's not, then yeah. It would be hands down, it would be yeah. it would be great to see. But like you can't just convert people once they've been programmed muscle memory and everything and bad habits like a lot of us learn through American football about tackling technique and things like that. Like you can't just convert people and expect to like have any kind of rugby knowledge and IQ. Yeah. Yeah. And and to tack on to that, it's like the history of the game within the country, right? Um, you know, essentially if we were to, you know, focus on rugby, you know, I think that we'd kind of have to steal a playbook at some point, you know, um, you know, the sport has been ingrained in hundreds of years in these other countries and these other territories and such. So I think it'd be a challenge to, to, to catch up with them, um, you know, just knowledge of the game right. and how to play. But also, if you compare it to basketball, like, we put basketballs in kids' hands from birth and footballs. But the game has evolved around the skill sets that these basketball players have like if you look at Steph Curry he can hit threes he's changed the game if we put rugby balls in people's hands from birth who knows we couldn't create our own playbooks that that's very true too I love the business side of things and the only way we'll find out is if the money brings guys from the other side if rugby it never will in our lifetime become more of a juggernaut than the NFL but that was is what would have to happen if we were to really see, could we beat England, New Zealand, Australia on a regular base? Yeah, we would have to offer some sort of insane money. contract. It would never happen. But thank you for the call, Stuart McClanahan. And uh, we just need one or two crossovers like Perry Baker, who never played like an extended time in the NFL. He tried out for rosters, and he absolutely cut it up in sevens. So can you imagine a guy that is like a... a, a a cut and drive first round draft pick, and he decides to take the rugby route. So we can yeah, things. and in that regard, there is value to getting a few gems, yeah. diamonds in the roughage, so to speak. Yeah. Guru here. Before we get off the movies, I just want to mention that uh, it's not just a rugby movie, but a phenomenal movie that uh, is centered around rugby and the country of Ireland is uh, Leon Yoris's uh, wonderful novel about Connor Larkin called Trinity. So I strongly recommend that as a wonderful movie for people that want to check it out. But a uh, question, L looking at Sevens, wondering if we're going to have Sevens this summer, and uh, speak thinking about training and 
Just wondering why folks can't social distance and do a little shadow action as far as spacing, running, sprinting, having someone kick the ball back over your head, regrouping, running back and forth, and perhaps a little DG flair, get a little training going on the rugby pitch. Is it going to happen? Is it happening? Uh, you can do the artistry anyway. So wondering what you guys think. Uh, everybody stay safe. Thank you. Guru out. Guru's out. Guru out. Yeah. <laughs> Guru, you bring up a lot of uh, compelling, you know, little compelling points. Uh, actually, if you've, if you've seen the way they have reintroduced Super Rugby in New Zealand, they have been training and doing fitness with social distancing along with temperature checks at the beginning of every training, no contact, at least no close contact and, or prolonged contact. And the mini jam box did not fare. Oh, fuck. A lot of fitness. A lot of fitness and uh, some ball skills. So that's how it starts. <laughs> John, I can't wait for Super Rugby. Aterro. I hope I said it right. They're coming back in New Zealand. 20 Kiwi Derbies. And uh, I'm very excited. Who's your pick? I got to ride or die with the sword, man. Really? I've always been a Crusader fan, but they have been the best team in Super. Yeah. So, yeah. I got some money on come it. Come at me like I'm a front runner. Controversial name. Uh, Tommy, they play some mean rugby. I stick <laughs> with Razor, but, like, you know, they've lost a handful of uh, players. But next yeah, but man, they just next man up. signed Scotty Barrett, mate. Big fucking unit in the middle. And they got a great Forward back line. Some really good young uh, studs as Braden Enua. We're going to do a whole New Zealand episode. I think we're actually going to stay up till 3 a.m. and live stream it. Uh, the first Darby's back. So stay yeah, tuned yeah. for that. Rugby pick em people. Tommy, or back to the good. question. Uh, no, there's not a lot of training going on in Colorado, at least. Uh, I've seen some stuff going on in North Carolina. Charlotte Rugby Club's been doing like running, running some stuff. Um, but no, nothing going on around here. No sevens. For this summer, there's been a proposed abbreviated season, but uh, that's just, I think, hopeful, right? So um, training, physical fitness, I think it is, this is challenging a lot of people, challenging businesses to adapt and things like that. So like as a rugby community, you have to adapt. So like, unfortunately, those people that don't like fitness aren't going to like this stage of like, rugby life you gotta do fitness like you can do it organized as a as a group depending on regulations in your area as far as how many people can gather but like socially distant like do races do some ball skills things like that but like it has to be by the book yeah is passing a rugby ball social distancing going from hand to hand if you sanitize before and after should be yeah, but what if I mean does sanitizing uh, if someone's already infected? Yeah, we could go there's on a lot of things for going years on. about the lack of tests and the lack of ability. But leagues that get their shit together, you know, New Zealand is in an advantageous situation in that they're an island and they do contact tracing and whatnot. But we'll see. I have heard John that in states like Texas that have more open laws to getting together and who fucking love sport are gonna play some sevens. Colorado, unfortunately, Rugby Town has been canceled, um, and 
if anything, we might get one Denver-based tournament off in August. So it's tough, tough times. But rugby fans, it's coming back in New Zealand. Uh, we'll do more on that. Guru, appreciate the call. Trinity was an amazing book, but I forget pretty much everything that happens because I read it a long time ago. I swear. That's, you know what? That's our homework, Johnny. We have to reread Trinity. I got a few credits on Amazon Audible. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last caller. Speak up. Hey, this is uh, caller Siege. Um, just uh, curious. I'm, I'm a little out of the pro game, but this Gil Grony, Gil Teeny, is this comes kind some kind of collusion uh, in the league? Are these two teams going to be working together? Will one throw games to the other? I don't really understand. I heard there's some kind of joint ownership situation. Uh, does this undermine the integrity of the entire MLR? Just curious what you guys. Appreciate it, Siege. Um, first time, long time guy. Yeah, so. Same exact call some, as some, Patty. Yeah, some Providence. would say it's Gilligan's Island. That would fit the Gamold. <laughs> Can't do that one. Couldn't sneak it out. Gamold. No, but I've seen it all. Every little Gil drink pun you can do. Johnny, for one second, let me take a step back and say this guy does have a right to go for it all because he's just crazy young and rich and ambitious. But will adding alcohol and branding alcohol, it's an unmistakable martini glass on the front. Tommy, will that like hinder the growth of rugby because parents will be off-put by it and not want their kids going? I mean... These are things that I have heard and things that I have an open mind to, but I also think that this guy has the right to be arrogant and cocky. And you know what? If it's going to fund the league, like we said, hey, billionaires, come in. Come well, on. Yeah, there's, come the, on there's that argument. There's the, there's the money argument for sure. I mean, if you're going to spend money on the league, by all means, you can uh, do whatever kind of like you want, right? Like, we want rugby. But at the same time, um, like there's that kind of, you know, there's that group of rugby where there, there's like the offensive songs people don't like. It kind of like turns people off. I'm wondering if that kind of group will be kind of more, be more apt to be the ones attending these games and kind of turn other people off. Like we're trying to be like a welcoming type of like, like, you may not know where rugby is, but if someone says, come to this MLR game, you might not want to bring your kids if it's a martini glass. I don't know. Or it just depends some, on your personal preference, right? If some guy gets housed on martinis and starts singing rugby songs in the stands. Exactly. So it's the kind of crowd you want to pull to the games, and I think that that has a, a very direct correlation in what's going on with these names. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, but... You got no choice when you're the league. You got people ready to invest. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have done a lot of work over the years to clean up the brand of rugby, right? Like, there's a stigma in general, and some of that stigma does revolve around um, drinking. So I think it's fair to call out, you know, naming your team your two teams after beverages it sounds fun it's playful it's a marketing ploy 
Um, but, you know, based on that, I'm actually just doubtful about the product on the field. If that's your branding, what follows as an organization, what follows as your goals or as like your, you know, culture, right? I agree, Tom and John. It's a tough road to go down. If you're all up front and says money's everything and we're just going to make this thing a giant, then you don't have the right intentions of growing the game. I mean, the fact that we're talking about this is proving our point, right? <laughs> like, people have our same mindset. Clause, so. until the players hit the field and Gilchrist comes on the show, no more Gil calls. We're banning the Gilgronies and Giltinis <laughs> from the chat. Gilgronies got the first win. All right, guys. We are going to call our good friend Cole Zarconi. He has registered for the MLR draft, and who knows, could be a lottery pick. Tommy, I hear those ping pong balls going off. No, the draft is already set, and a couple teams have traded up and down, in and out of slots. But Cole came and played sevens with the Barbos last summer, 2019, with his teammate Jack Wenling, Jack Jack. And, uh, yeah, he's a senior. His season got cut short, and uh, we're going to give him a call. Pick him. You don't do things that are easy, you do things that are worth it. Let's uh, link up in the next five to seven days. You are the wind beneath my wings. Also, this is your glass here, man. These two well, glasses. Def- <laughs> I gotta ride or die with the sword. Man. 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 At least no close contact and or prolonged contact in there. Mini gem box did not bear. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. And then obviously. Man. things up in a ripped throats i seriously doubt it. oh you do well then i guess you'll see will i yeah you will still not sure what a gold brownie is tbd i'm assuming a guilty have, you, very... have you seen star wars <laughs> <laughs> Track, track. That's good. <laughs> oh my god. Episode four. Episode seventeen. The attack of the Gilgronies. Oh my god, I love that. We should write a script. <laughs>
Let's uh, link up in the next five to seven days. You are the wind beneath my wings. Also, this is your glass here, man. These two Call glasses. The Call the lines. Do the voicemails. What's the number? 882 Two nine five eight eight two five. Wait, wait. Seven two zero two nine five eight eight two five. One more time. Seven two zero two nine five. Tuck. Now sell it. Seven two zero two five nine eight eight two five. The fuck. The fuck. The fuck. And then, obviously. <laughs>